Titles, go. Choco Snot. Sugar Tea. It was a the perk. best. Oh, sorry. Shit. The, the best. best... <laughs> sorry. He's out. <laughs> the best kind of rocks to eat cereal on. Okay. It was a perv. Boom, boom, football. <laughs> Pancakes. <clears throat> Averyisms. Oh, I like that. How much butt could a butler lure if a butler could lure butt? <laughs> the new sons. Dove picks. You're so fucking weird. Let's do this. Warning. What you are about to hear contains explicit language, adult themes, and potentially disturbing content. The views and opinions expressed are those of the hosts and do not reflect the opinions of anyone else, anywhere, ever, in the history of the world. This podcast is intended for an immature audience and should not be listened to by anyone, anywhere, ever, in the history of the world. You know, fuck it. You've been warned. Hello, welcome to this week's edition of Geek Pod. I'm your host, Paul. I'm Hugh. Corpse. I'm Cal. I'm Jack. Guys, what's got you geeked? <gasps> uh, well, I got something interesting for you guys. Um, it's been, you know, crazy few weeks, um, you know, rough on, you know, everybody. Um, just to let you know, I went from that I was sick because I had that bad reaction to Trulicity. Two, I had about two, three good days, and Avery brought home the uh, the disease from school, and we were all knocked out until like yesterday was the first day that I've not been taking medication. So it's Ugh. just kind of been sick for I feel like it's been three weeks straight. Um, but uh, and also with along with that, I can't take Trulicity anymore. I now have a meter. I have to oh. poke my finger. Several times a day, checking my blood, you know, so just because I can't, I can't take the medicine. The doctor wanted to put me on a Zempic and I'm like, but that's the same thing. It's just slightly different. So uh, I don't know. We may, we may look at going back on that, um, you know, again, down the road because we are eating differently now. We started dieting on Monday. So we kind of going keto sort of low carb. Uh, so I have like the low carb flu thing going on right now, you know, the, the headache mm -hmm. and I uh, feel like crap. So that's not got me geeked, but this all just leads to um, one other crazy thing that's been going on the past few weeks, and that's Avery's behavior. And she has just been off the fucking wall, absolutely insane in school. You guys know we were dealing with suspensions, fights, all sorts of crap. Well, I'm not going to get into all that, but Paul a while back asked me to start keeping track of the things she says, and that's what I decided to start doing. So maybe this is going to become a segment, but I don't know if we call it shit Avery says or shit Avery does, uh, but I want to share a couple things with you that have happened in the past three weeks. Number one, we're uh, driving in the car, and she just goes out of the blue, if you're a butler, I think you're supposed to lure butts. Makes sense, right? All right, all right. Uh, thing number two, 
Um, she's taking a shower and uh, I'm, I had to use the bathroom. So I'm sitting on the toilet in the bathroom, shower curtains up. Happens all the time because she takes, you know, hour and a half long showers and plays with Barbies and stuff. So she's in there and she's like, hey, daddy. I'm like, what? She And then she sings to me. She goes, booty daddy, a woman eating Cheerios on a flat rock. <laughs> she combined a couple of songs there and made up her own lyrics. I, I don't even know. Um, I have a. So I, I, I quote that to her now often when she does something ridiculous. And finally, um, yesterday morning, I come downstairs. I get in front of my computer. Um, Avery follows shortly after I wake her up and, you know, she comes downstairs. She comes in the room. The lights are all off. I don't have my lamps on yet. And it looks like there's something coming out of her nose. And she walks up to me and she goes, and I'm like, what, what the fuck is going on? I'm trying to get her out of here to the bathroom where there's light because it looks, it, my first thing I'm thinking is there's blood coming out of her nose, right? I get to the bathroom and I see it streaks of brown. She had stuck M&Ms up her nose, left them long enough for them to start melting and coming out of her mouth or down or down uh, down toward her mouth and then blew them out of her nose and ate them. Oh, I, I, I was just I, I think that I, I think I actually was like, what the fuck? That's baby shit. What is this? What is this? Oh, it's Choco Snot. Choco snot. Yep. Mind you, I, I've I've been awake Titles. for about four minutes at this point. So, you know, that's what's been going on. Avery has been absolutely crazy. Who it's it's like, you know, I, I want to like, you know, play the Bam Margera song, you know, what's she gonna do next? You know, whatever <laughs> she wants, and probably something you wouldn't expect anyone ever would do. Wow. Outstanding. Wow, dudes. Yeah. Wow. I'm I, so glad I don't have kids. <laughs> yeah, you are. <laughs> right. <laughs> Who wants to go next? I'll go. I'll go. Right. Mine's, mine's quick and easy. First of all, I'm just glad we're back. I'm just happy to be here. I'm happy we're all back together and things have started to calm down a little bit. So I just had to say that. The other thing is, the other thing that's got me geeked. Um, is I actually found a decent dentist. Now, it probably doesn't mean anything to you guys, but I have had nothing in my life but horrible fucking dentists. I mean, just horrible. People that say shit to you that just like, how how do you retain business that way? And I could just go on and on and on and on about some of the shit people have said to me over the years. But this guy, this guy, what ended up happening was I had a, I had a, um, a filling came loose or something, whatever. And I ended up with an exposed nerve. So I ended up with this guy um, uh, because I had gone to an endodontist and they had done a root canal and I had got to this guy. They suggested this guy um, to do uh, the crown and amazing technology they have in their, in their office, little office in Fulton, uh, the endodontist was in Liverpool. Um, and so just amazing that the cameras and the way they measure and, and the lasers and everything. And, and it was just the pictures they came up with. I was enthralled with the technology. I just thought it was fantastic. They did a fantastic job. Um, it's amazing. You know, you, you run your tongue over the tooth. It's like, oh my God, it's just like, it's just like perfect. And there's like, you know, the, the, the gap and everything is just perfect. That guy called me nine o'clock the night of putting the crown on to find out how I was doing. Nice. Not, not an assistant. Not somebody from his office, 
the dentist. I mean, he was a really nice guy. You know, he talked to you like you're, you know, nice, you know, somebody he's always known, just a, just a friendly guy. But he went out of his way to make sure that I was doing okay. I mean, I, I've never, I've never experienced that before. And I go in there, I went in there for a follow-up when I mentioned that to one of the, one of the assistants and she's like, oh yeah, that's, that's, that's who he is. That's what he does. So that's, what's got me, uh, that's, what's got me uh, pretty well, pretty well uh, happy, happier than a clam is that finally after 53 years of being on this earth, I finally have a decent dentist. It's not, it's nice that you have that Kev because, because of that, you'll continue to go there. That's he's, yep. he's retaining business by doing that. And yep. it's just a simple thing as a simple phone call. Mm-hmm. You know, it's 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 something where these these companies, these big companies, you know, Aspen Dental, um, Wilson Dental, all these places, they just don't have that anymore. It's better to go to a mom and pop dentist dentistry because they will give you that special feeling, and you'll continue to go back to them. No question, no question. And, and I've been to you know, I, I I I could go on and on and on about my my dental history, and, and you. You'd be right. bored, bored to tears, but it's, it's a fantastic experience. Just, a, just a, a absolutely. And if anybody ever wants to know who it is, I'd be more than happy to tell you. So nice, but, perfect. I've been one of the same dentists for like twenty eight years. So once you find something you like, yep. you're going to continue to go to them. Yeah, same here. I got a good one now. Like the entire family goes to the same guy. That's awesome. <laughs> it's uh he's got a corgi that kind of wanders around the office. That's an extra bonus. He's, this guy has an office dog. I, I think it's one of the ladies that work there. I think it's her dog. But yeah, dog just wanders around, comes up, says hi. You know, if you if you're especially stressed, the dog will come right to you. That's cool. And uh, I think you know, dog dogs know. Dogs yeah. dogs know. They're not they're they're not of this earth, and we don't deserve them. So there's that. Standing. <laughs> Who's next? I don't know. I guess I'll go. Uh, just like Kev said, um, just glad to be back. It's been a while, um, you know, with you being sick and everything else that's been going on. It's, you know, it's nice to be back hanging out with you guys. Um, you know, last time we, I think last time we talked, I mentioned that I had uh, gotten a new job. Uh, been there three weeks now. Actually, this is my third week. Uh, I get my first paycheck. Well, I will have my first paycheck on Thursday. So that'll be nice. It's been a it's been a bit of a str- struggle between my last paycheck at my last job and the first one here. Um, the, the weeks didn't coincide where I was going to be getting a paycheck every two weeks, so I had to wait an extra week. So I've been uh, <laughs> been scraping the bottom of the barrel for money. <laughs> so it'd be nice to actually have that paycheck. Um, so so pancakes are on you this weekend? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. Another thing that happened, I, I mentioned to uh, to Paul and Kevin at over the weekend that uh, I've been there. I was there two less than two weeks, and we had a company staff meeting, and they are giving, you got fired <laughs> after not even two weeks. Yeah, fuck <laughs> you. I, uh, no, they're actually giving everybody in the office a uh, Christmas bonus or holiday bonus. Oh, nice. Yeah. So it's a, it's a pretty hefty bonus, which is nice. So that that's a nice, and it's on top of my regular paycheck. So it'll come in between when I get paid, not 
this time, not the next time, but after that, the one after that. So my first two paychecks will come and then I'll get a separate check and then get paid again. So then it comes right at the beginning of December. So right for the holiday season. Nice. It'd be nice. So, so pancakes and sausage on Corbs. Yes. And uh, yeah. I want to hash brown too. All right, Jack, I can swing a hash brown for that. Smothered and covered. Smothered and covered. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but the thing, thing that's got me really geeked, and, and, I, and I sent you guys all the, the video today, um, as you guys know, my brother has been going through it this past year, between a kidney transplant and having his leg amputated. Um, he's also got some personal issues that he's dealing with with him and his wife. Um, but today was a fantastic day for him and for everybody in our family. He actually got his, or didn't get it, but he got finally got fitted and was able to put it on for the first time. Is his prosthetic leg, and in the video they it shows him walking for the first time since he had his leg removed. Nice. And it was just like even I talked to him later on in the in the day. Um, actually, when I was on my way home from work. And he said that the video that he sent me isn't even the real video. There's an actually another video that they took that the, the, the staff took for him. It wasn't even like his wife or my father. It was the staff that took it for him. And it's him walking back and forth. Now he had to walk holding on to the, the parallel bars because it's the first time. But in the video, you can see when he turns and starts to walk back, he's not holding on. Yep, I noticed that. Yeah, he, he, but he's, and he's on steady, and they said that's going to be, like I said, I talked to him, it's going to be um, common for that to happen. And what happens is because you, you use different parts of your leg to walk, he doesn't have that part anymore. So he has to basically retrain his body how to walk. Um, so, and when he said when he walks, he can feel it, like his leg will actually push out to the left. He doesn't, and he, you know, his body doesn't understand it. They said that they said that's common. It's going to happen. What's going to happen after a while is your legs are going to your left leg. This is when they get amputated. Will push to the right, and when after that happens, then they'll adjust it again, and he'll be fine. He'll actually have his leg. So the goal he was hoping to have it by Thanksgiving. Unfortunately, I don't think that's going to happen because he just had it fitted on Wednesday. Walked for the first time on Wednesday he goes back the day before Thanksgiving for a second fitting and for a second walk. So nice. hopefully he doesn't think by then. So I think Thanksgiving may end up being at, at uh, his house, but then I think Christmas, hopefully by Christmas, he'll have his, his leg and he'll be able to use it and walk around. So nice. So, but it was, you know, he sent that, he talked, I talked, I said, I talked to him. He said he got very emotional because um, he, he hasn't been able to walk since uh, mid-August, uh -huh. September, whatever it was. So just for him to be able to to do that, it's it's freeing for him because he hasn't been able to do anything. And when I was when I was texting him today from work, you know, he didn't send it to to my best friend, and it's also one of his close friends. We're li literally like brothers. It's you know, we always say a brother from a different mother. Um, you guys, you guys know who I talk, I'm talking about. It's my friend Justin. Paul knows yeah. him. Um, I, I sent him the I sent him the video, and he was ecstatic. And I said, I told my brother, I sent it to him. He said, "Well, I didn't want you to send it to him. It's it's fine that you did because he wanted to be able to walk into his house and show him." 
see that for the first time. Yeah. Right. So, but I said, I said, even doing that, he's going to be ecstatic for you. Everybody's ecstatic for you. Yeah. The first time you walk into someplace, everybody's going to go ape shit. So, you know, that, that's, it's, it's a big thing for us. So um, we're just looking forward to the fact that he'd be able to kind of get up and do things now. You know, he's got some of his old college buddies. When it first happened, he didn't tell anybody. Like when he, they were talking about removing his leg, he didn't tell anybody. And he's got friends for college friends that he hasn't, that he doesn't talk to very much. Like I talk to his college friends more than he does. And they were friends with mine. Um, but I texted all of his friends, I Facebook messages, you know, I think five or six of his friends and said, Hey, this is what's going on. You know, he really needs you guys to, to talk to him. So please reach out. And I gave him all his number. And the two kids that he, he was friends with in college, they're twins. Um, they're both, their names are Jim and Jeff. They both live out West now. One of them lives in Arizona. One of them lives, lives in Las Vegas. And his, the brother that lives in Las Vegas is like, you need to come out here. Once you get everything all situated, come out here. You got a place to stay. It's Vegas. You can come and do what you want. Um, my brother's a huge, huge Raiders fan. And so is the so is the kid that lives in Vegas. He's also ready. So come out here during the football season. I'll take you to the, I'll take you to the game. Nice. So I kept telling my brother, you gotta you gotta you gotta get out and do these things. You gotta go out and start doing some of these things. So now that he can actually walk and do these things, I hope to God he starts to do some more of these things. So <coughs> that's it for me. Just just the fact that uh, you know, I sent that video and I sent it to a, a, a slew of people. And everybody was just absolutely besides beside themselves. So, well, so did, you, uh, did you change your ringtone for him yet? To what? Oh God, where is he going? Oh, to... <laughs> but I, I got a buddy of mine that's, that's missing a leg, and his ringtone is "Come on, Eileen." <laughs> no, his my brother's ringtone is always going to be the same. Him and I, um, and Paul knows this. Uh, him and I are uh, huge SOA fans. Huge, like he. I got my brother started, like my brother started watching it after I started watching it, you know, but he, same thing. Like I would, did with Paul, he said, here, you got to watch this show. And he, he watched it and he, he watched, I watching it in the first season, like a couple episodes after I did. And same thing. I mean, he loves it. So his ringtone is, uh, the sons of anarchy, anarchy theme song. Nice. Yeah. Oh, I mean. so. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, You've been talking about the video. Yeah. Why don't we show everybody? Okay. All right. Yeah. Stick with us. Watch this. That's it for me. I'm done for the night. So, I'm done for the night. He's out. You're out. <laughs> See you, Corbs. <laughs> uh, Jack, how about you? Uh, like everyone's saying, it's good to be back. Uh, and I know we've all been going through a lot of things lately. So, missed all except of you. Except for you. Except for you. Except for. <laughs> we all have some things going on. Maybe I just don't disclose them. Um, but no. Um, a couple weeks ago, it was kind of fun. Um, I went down to Cooperstown with Emily. 
<laughs> have you guys ever done the rail express the railroad express basically it's called what you go so to it, freaking Oma gang in cooperstown of course i like i like drinking she doesn't like to drink i've been to Oma gang like five or six times <laughs> um but no like this is pretty cool it's a company that only has like five locations one is in the catskills one's in cooperstown one's in like boone indiana uh, one they're making one in Vegas, and there's one in Bakersfield, California. So you um, it's either dual or quad. It's like um, like um, bicycle style, and it's like a, you're on a railroad, and you go like 12, 24 miles, and you just like paddle and like go like through the foliage, uh, look at old railroads. It's pretty fun. It was really a good time for sure. Um, and then you actually have to go like this in the air to like break and all that stuff, and you like paddle with your feet, and it. It was weird though. There's three masters doing it. I don't know if this was just their character names. Breezy, Ezra, and Storm were their names. I'm like, okay, well, I'll take it. But um, you can't like um paddle so fast because like they have uh, people in front of you that are in charge of the whole thing, so you can't run off people off the road like bumper cars. Which I was trying to. I was like, slow down. I'm like, I don't want. I want to run them off. It was it was a lot of fun, but like. We were the lead car in the beginning because you book it in advance and they actually put your nameplate on the on the tracks, which is pretty cool. So like right by your cart, which is really neat. So it was um $99 for two people, but if you have a quad, it's like $175. So it is pretty expensive. But um highly recommend it if you're ever down that area. Um, like I said, they're making a new one in Bakersfield, uh, California. That was pretty cool. Um, yeah, that's pretty honestly what got me geeked. But um, it's like what uh, Corbs was saying. He just started his new job, so congrats to that. And um, I walked into my boss's office just the other day, and I guess I got promoted. She really likes what I'm doing there. So I have a new um new pay scale coming out in a couple weeks, which I'm happy about. But she's like, the only downside, I have to go without pay now for a couple weeks, like what Corbs says. So like, <sighs> I have to transfer stuff over. She's like, you're going to make uh, more money, but uh, we have to, um, yeah, you're not going to get paid for a couple weeks now. I'm like... Great. <laughs> you sure you didn't get fired? <laughs> we all probably got fired. Yeah. I was like, oh great. This is like I saw what I'm getting made making. I'm like, okay, I'm still gonna work Wegmans because I want to. But um, but I was like, fuck, I want to get paid because I have a mortgage coming out. So I still have money for that, but it's like okay, I'll have beaten hot dogs, cereal, and waffles. I go waffles for a couple <gasps> pancakes. No pancakes. <laughs> you can get frozen pancakes. Corpus buying pancakes. Yeah. You can get frozen pancakes. They do, but I'm not buying anything. So right. I'm just going to live off that stuff for a little bit. But um, also, like I said, it's good to see you guys. Good to be back. And that's really another thing that's got me geeked. Standing. Uh, I, I guess that means it's my turn. Mm-hmm. So as everybody kind of noticed, we've been gone for a couple weeks. And... um. I'm glad to be back. Uh, glad that we're getting a little bit of a return to normalcy. And originally when Hugh and I were texting earlier, we were kind of talking about not even really addressing the topic, but I figure it's the elephant in the room. We're going to have to. Um, two weeks ago, I lost my dad. And um, made, it, made it a little hard to think about podcasting and stuff in the meantime. Um, and, and it came to the forefront that you know not everybody got the story so i figure i'm gonna throw it out there uh i was watching monday night raw three weeks ago now october 24th and uh, i get a phone call from my dad and i pick it up and i hear labored breathing and and he says i can't breathe 
So I tell him I'm on my way. I run out of the house. I have Kristen call 911. I called 911. Um, and in the three minutes it took for me to get there, I, I run up the, the three flights of stairs into the apartment. It was locked up because he always left it locked. And uh, he was unresponsive in his chair. Um, I did my haphazard version of CPR uh, for the 30 seconds it took the fire department to get there. They worked on him for 45 minutes, uh, decided they were moving into St. Joe's. And by the time we got to St. Joe's, they called it. So it was fast, thankfully, uh, but it's been a hell of a couple weeks. So uh, that's what's been going on. That's why we've been away. Uh, everybody's been fucking awesome. And I, I appreciate each and one of you, each and every one of you guys. Um. We did the services last Friday and we did a gathering at my house afterwards. And the, the best fucking thing that happened was everyone was at the house before we got there. I walk in, I put the, uh, the urn down. Kevin's already standing there with a beer and he looks at me and he goes, go fucking get changed and start the fire. So I went upstairs and you guys are going to have to bear with me. Cause you're probably gonna notice a lot more wrestling shirts now. And the first thing I put on was my C- CM Punk best in the world shirt went right outside with my boys and we stayed by the fire just telling stories and bullshitting all evening. So, and that's kind of what I needed. Like I had everybody kind of as a, a circle of protection around me to keep everybody else away. That was in the house that I didn't want to deal with. So that's, that's where we're at. Um, wrestling's a little weird now. It makes it weird. Imagine. But we're, we're going through, there's something in the works in probably a couple weeks. Yeah. Kevin, I lied. It's not next month. It's like two weeks away. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'll I tell figured. you guys off mic about that. Um, I figured. So, um, but this is gonna pop right into. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna jump a couple of things right into a WTF file. You guys ready? Do it. Hit it. Okay, so at the services. Kylie, my youngest, she's something. Now, like I said, we I, I picked out the urn. It's a really cool urn for all you guys. All saw it. Yeah. Um, we thought it was really classy. Actually, yes. It's got a clock in it. Regular clock. <laughs> Who just said that? What? My son. Okay. Well, what did he say? I didn't see it. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, it was about. Three quarters of the way through, I one of you guys might even stand there talking to me when she came up, but Kylie comes up to me and goes, Dad, is Papa's clock working? I'm like, yeah, yeah, it works. Oh, okay. It's the right time? Yeah, Kylie. So it's not set for the time he died? <laughs> I said, what the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> fuck. Oh, yeah. Kids, what are you going to do? She was full of them. She had just the weirdest shit to say through the whole thing. I can Um, see her asking that question, though. She'd be just as serious. Yes. I mean, she wasn't even joking. She she wouldn't know better. No, no. Um, And to their credit, the kids have taken it really well. They, They didn't miss a day of school. Um, that next day, Kylie even still attended a birthday party and we said to her, we like, you know, do you, you know, you can stay home from school. You don't have to do this stuff. And she said, and it was probably one of the, the, the 
most mature things I've heard, because it's not even something I would have thought of. She said, why would I want to just sit home and be sad when I can stay busy? So that's a kid. That's a very smart kid. Smart kid, yeah. Yes. So uh, that will probably be the end of what we'll discuss about it. Uh, But I figured we did have to touch upon it, even though that most of our audience actually was at the services. So everybody knew anyway. Most? I mean, all? All of, probably. All of (laughs) <laughs> so uh let's uh let's not keep this on down and dreary uh guys is anybody playing anything no i'm well, still playing my steam ahead. deck Sorry. i think um except you know what i would have said if we had recorded the previous week i would have said that i bricked it again oh jesus no but with a, a different trying to plug in something different with a different adapter and it did the same exact thing and i was like motherfucker about took about two days to sit there being pissed off about it and then i opened it up disconnected the battery plugged it in with the battery not connected because i learned that this comes from it getting a a weird power save state was able to get it to turn on go into the settings set it to shipping mode which is where they put it in when it ships like a low battery safety mode and then hook it all back up and it came back to to life i got it hooked back up nice but uh but yeah i was I, I was at a point I was like all happy and like this is great I have it back and and then it fucking happened again <laughs> but it's all good now. Nice. Nice. Anybody else? The, the only thing is um, I'm still fucking around with Settlers Online and it's their Halloween uh, event. It's almost you over. Your, your candy and your pumpkins now. Four days, seven hours left. <laughs> it's all pumpkins. It's it's uh, you got pumpkin patches that create pumpkins your explorers go out and find pumpkins and you use the pumpkins to buy stuff you can't normally buy so it's that's, Perfect. that's all it is all right no. <laughs> i was gonna no, say no, if no the problem. twins don't have anything down there um i finally got gotham knights I, th- I think i i touched on it on the last episode um was planning to talk about it more on our, our halloween spooktacular that never happened this year um but finally got into that. I played it a little bit. Um, and Hugh, you're going to hear the same thing I told you when we were texting. It's a gorgeous game. The graphics are pretty awesome. Playing on PS5, obviously. Uh, the controls are easy and the progression seems intuitive. And I'm looking forward into diving deeper into it. And yes, Jack, I'm using Nightwing. Yeah. Now, I want to tell you what I've read about it so you can have it in mind. What they said, it, it, they didn't really piss on it and saying it's a bad game. It's more that there was already a perfect Batman game with all of the the things and stuff he could the do. They said they, yep. Yeah, they feel like they took all of Batman's abilities and gadgets and split them up amongst a bunch of different characters. So you never feel completely in control like a superhero like you do in mm-hmm. those. And by the time you've progressed to the point where you have everything, the game's over. Right. So, so they, I mean, it's, it's the reviews were, were middling, but they weren't saying it's bad, but they're saying it's, it, it pales in comparison to what came before it. And I'm, I'm just curious about that progression thing, if that's what it feels like. Because in the Arkham games, it was very, I mean, Batman could do a lot of shit right from the start. And the things that you got weren't things you really needed until you got them. They wouldn't have been useful. Okay. It made sense. Okay, I see. Uh, but I'm coming from a different perspective because I haven't played any of the Arkham games yet. Exactly. Um, so I'm enjoying it so far. Uh, I'm a really bad driver with the bat cycle. I'm pretty sure I sideswiped a cop, and I don't mean a cop car, a cop himself. Oh, GCPD. Oh, that's, fine. that's fine. 
Yeah, that's. Uh, I think he was okay. I don't know. I didn't slow down. I, I popped a wheelie over him. If that counts, collateral damage. But, yeah. Did you? Did you? When you popped the wheelie, did you get a little air? Yeah. Yeah. There you go. He's, he's fine. Just, he's he's Paul, good. Paul, I told you I read the um the you know the lead up to this game, and the whole time I'm reading about this game, I'm like, why isn't this a movie? Why isn't this animated? You know, something somewhere. I want to see this story. I mean, yeah, it sounds like a really fun game, but the five characters that make up the the, the bulk of the the, the game, mm-hmm. holy crap! Give me that, please. <laughs> right now, be careful what you ask for because there is a Gotham Knights show supposedly coming, right? Mm-hmm. But it's not going to be exactly this. It's going to be or anything like it. No, it's basically going to be a like a Dawson's Creek Gotham. Yeah. All right. Gotham. Oh, yeah, because it's going to be on CW. Gotham, it's going to start, start James Vanderbeek? Yeah, he'll be, he'll be Robin or something. Guys, it's not even going to make it through its first season. I mean, no. CW is jettisoning everything. Next Star is jettisoning everything. Uh, yeah, it's it's done. It's yeah. like back in 2002 when they did Birds of Prey and that only lasted one season. So. Oh, my God. That was such Except a mistake. That, that was such a canceled. great show. Yeah. I know. But um, with with Gotham Knights, though, Paul, I know you say you never played the originals, and I played all the originals from start to finish. Um, This is another Rocksteady game, though. Do, no. They, do, do, okay. No. Do, do we know the plot? Is it, like, set after Gotham? It, it, They're separate. Yeah, yeah completely different. City? Okay. Yeah. But they, they share – they do share some DNA, some of the developers, and the fighting system is – Basically, they, they took what they learned there and applied it here. But mm-hmm. one of the things I read was that this system seemed really great in Gotham Knights when I started playing until I went back and played Arkham City and realized that it's kind of a pale imitation of what they'd already done. Uh, uh, again, okay. I don't know how that holds up, but the the combat in those Batman Arkham games was fucking fantastic. It's I mean, the, the way you could flow in reverse, it, w- it was basically set up. So a lot of games, it's like, you're supposed to be this super awesome character, but you start playing and you look like, you know, me trying to dance. You know, <laughs> they can't really replicate what you can choreograph in a movie. Well, what Rocksteady and uh, the guys behind Arkham did is they actually found a, a combat system that really does allow you to fight like Batman. You really feel like the character. Nice. Uh, and it's one of the, I think, probably the most immersive thing about it and probably what, had that not been in place, I don't think they would have been the success they were well like nice. what he was saying and uh, one of my favorite parts in any game was i think it was arkham city or arkham asylum I, I mean i think it was arkham asylum it was really cool because i had it for the 360 and i was fighting scarecrow and literally it was three in the morning when i'm fighting him right the game starts glitching and oh, it's yes. and it starts going out and it's like your game is corrupted and you need to take it out of the system ah fuck you i'm just kidding it's it's the scarecrow fucking with your game it's like what the fuck? I thought I I thought I got the red light on my Xbox, but no, <laughs> it's awesome. a little fuck fucking yeah. with your head. <laughs> it's like fuck. Nice. Oh, yeah. I've got to go back and get the rest of those games and try those out too. Paul, they're probably like for three of them. It's like fifty bucks probably now. Highly if that, I think. Oh yeah. no, no. One of them I downloaded for free. I know that one of the Arkham games. Go with Origins, then go to Asylum, and then go to City for sure. But they're all so good. I heard Origins is the weakest of the series. Well, you know, it's only the weakest of the series if you play it um at where it when it came out because it was the it was the uh, third one to come out. Right. But it was a prequel and that's why it seems weak. I okay. played them in chronological order so I played Origins first and had zero issues with it. Okay. And it made sense too because ah, shit, I just spilled something. <gasps> um the map 
that they use in Arkham Origins is the same as the one that they used in Arkham City. Because what happened is they made the second one, Arkham City, and then they basically shipped it off to another developer and said, here's all the assets, make a prequel. So it's cool because since I played Origins first, when I get to City, I know these places. It's literally the same city, just looks a little better. Um, nice. and, and I don't mean like it's the same city. I mean, it's literally the same fucking 3D model, you yeah. know? Uh, I noticed that and it was really cool. And I, I felt bad for people who played it out of order because for them, it was Arkham City and then something that isn't quite as good as Arkham City, but set in the same place. Totally mm-hmm. get where they're coming from. Gotcha. I was one of them, but highly <laughs> recommend. <laughs> All right. Um, so if that's that, I think it's time to move it into Cavs Tabletop Review. Do you know my son bought me an alarm clock that swears at me instead of that annoying beep? Yeah. That's a rude awakening. <laughs> it'll be there <laughs> okay so today's uh tabletop game is a card game called anomia i'm going to read you a little bit about uh what it says on boardgamegeek.com anomia plays out the fact that your friends have positively brimming with all sorts of random information things to eat pop songs websites etc Sure, under normal circumstances, it's easy to give an example of frozen food or dog breed, but you'll find that your brain works a little bit differently under pressure. The way Anomia works is you have two different decks of cards. You pick either the red or the blue deck. There's the blue deck here in the in the in the case. And you play with that hand. Now you play with that, you play with that deck and you, you shuffle the cards, and you split the card deck, and you, you have somebody in the, in the group split the card deck, and then you, um, and then you deal the first, or you don't deal, the, 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 the players take a card all the way around the table until something happens. And what that something is kind of looks like this. So you'll see that um, there's different symbols, right? And this one says holiday. This one says three-letter word. What we're looking for is a symbol match. If when the symbols match, a duel happens. So here's a type of music. And the next card here is an animal. Notice all different symbols, right? And then what happens here? Currency. And now we have matching symbols. And these two people would now duel. So this person here must think of a currency usd canadian um euro etc while this person here must think of a type of music rock and roll uh country um rap etc whoever says that thing first so if this person says rock and roll then this person would take this card and that would become their point right um, if I were to say U.S. dollar, then I would get this as my point. Okay, you understand how that works. The next way this game becomes very interesting is if a wild card is drawn. 
Now, when a wild card is drawn, you have not only the symbols that are up in front of the different players, but you now have a combination here. So if I match a little purple squiggly, I have to duel this fellow. If I get a circle and this person gets a diamond, I must then duel that person. So let's continue the play. Oh, there's a yellow diamond. It's almost like this was planned out. <laughs> and there's a circle. Now, these are the wild match here. These now must duel. This person must think of a Spanish word, hola, baño, etc. And this person must think of a street, uh, Main Street, uh, Church Street. Um, we actually used uh, some other some other examples that I won't go into when we played the game. Trust me when I say, as simple as this looks, when you are fighting each other, it is not that easy. You think it's easy to think of an animal. Cat, dog, mouse, squirrel, water buffalo. But when you are pressed into action, it becomes very, very difficult. So this game, Anomia, it has, it has multiple versions. Um that have uh, that have that have come out. Uh, I want to go through a couple of the different versions that have come out. Uh, oh, hold on a second. I want to see Anomia. Anomia Bible Edition. <laughs> Party Edition X, Kids Edition. Now, the other interesting thing is Anomia actually means something, and I'd have to read the. Hold on, let me just look at the definition. I should have been. It has to do with anomia is a form of aphasia in which the patient is unable to recall the names of everyday objects. How perfect. A perfect name for a perfect game. What a great fun time to play. And we played it with four players. We played it with six players. I played it with eight players. Um, I've had a great time with this every single time we've played it. And it's just been absolutely fantastic. The one thing I want to tell you the red cards are easier than the blue cards. The blue cards have topics that are just a bit more difficult. And what those are, you're just going to have to find out for yourself. Find yourself a deck of Anomia, or uh, uh, two decks, rather. Two decks, don't forget, there's two decks in a box. And uh, get some friends together and play this game. You will not regret it. I agree. I have a question, Kevin. Yeah. Two questions actually. One, can you mix the red and blue cards? Do they sure. or is it okay? And sure. the other question is as you've played it multiple times, do you find yourself having a Spanish word kind of on lock in your head? Like you always go back to that one, or does it not work like that? That is a great question. That is a great question. And let me just walk you through a little bit of how you can strategically play this game and how that may or may not work for you. All right. So let's get rid of those cards. So I'm this player here. I'm this player right here, the, 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 the blue hash mark. And I see what these other things are. And I think cat, Christmas, and cat. Okay, so cat works for two of them, and Christmas works for this one. So this person plays their, their junk food, and they have to battle. But I'm, but I'm waiting, right? I'm waiting. I'm waiting for my opportunity. And as soon as, you know, as soon as, you, you deal that card and it comes up. All oh, these people now have to battle. Now I'm going to, now I have my card. It's my turn, right? 
I'm going to flip this card up. I'm going to think of um, a, a Sears department store or Trump, the business mogul, or uh, Lay's potato chips, right? I got that in my head before I flip this card. And I'm going to be careful about flipping this card so that I don't see it myself first, which is cheating, that we all see it at the same time. And even when I flip that, I, I'm going to go, and this person is going to go, you know, you know, Roman Catholic, and I'm going to go, oh, fuck. <laughs> it doesn't matter how often you play this game. It doesn't matter if you absolutely have an answer for every single card on the table. You will fuck it up. Because that's anomia. That's that's true. And the, the other thing is, is so if as you can see, there's the three asterisks or whatever you stars or whatever you call them. So if the person says Roman Catholic, so that, and they take it, these two, the other two, the business mobile and the department store, still have to battle. Still can fight. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Um, yes. So every time, every time the card, every time you win a card, that card that you have underneath it comes up. If that, if that symbol. That's just another symbol on the table. Those two people have to battle. So you always yeah. have to be paying attention. Yes, yes. So you have to pay attention. You have to be ready. And you're going to fuck it up. Yes. <laughs> and, and that's why the game is fun. You you think you're ready. You think you're prepared. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. And and if you're drinking, it's even better. How much is it, Kev? Uh, so uh, let's see. What does... Worth it. Because I want <laughs> I want that game. <laughs> so fifteen dollars, probably brand new, and I think you can probably get it for a little less than that. There's some other versions of it out there that you can get. Um, I I know I know it's at um, play the game in uh, in the mall, and you can probably find it other places. This was a gift to my wife from her friends that she works with. She got it for her birthday. And um, we've played it several times. We played it with her friends. We played it with, uh, uh, I played with Paul and Corbs. And, um, you know, we, we've just, we, we've just had the greatest time with it. And, I, and this isn't, even though you could get used to the, the, the different topics, this isn't like um, one of the other games I'm trying to think of, the one uh, big black box. Um, uh, Cards Against Humanity. Yeah. Where, where you kind of get used to what the topics are and stuff. It's not quite like that because you really, you have to think, you have to think on demand here. Right. And, and it's, it's not as easy as you think. It really, it really isn't, uh, which makes it fun. It makes it really yeah. fun. Yeah. It made it, it made it a good time. I, we enjoyed that game. That's something that I actually, I'm, I'm thinking of picking up for when we have family game night like with my, with my family. I think everybody would enjoy that game. And yeah, because again, it's yeah, it's one for everybody. It's like yeah. you don't. It's not like Trivial Pursuit where you got to have like the sure. useless knowledge like that. It's just yeah. Sure. Yeah. I mean, if you look at the topics: magazine, shoe, household past, uh, snake, cookbook, farm animal, seafood. I mean, relatively simple topics. Or so you think. They're supposed to be, yes. Yeah, it's supposed to be, but it, again, when that flips it over, you you have the thing, but they flip it over and your mind goes blank. <laughs> yeah. Uh, 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 white, uh, 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 cow. Uh. Yeah, it's, it's, it's... And who knows the name of a cookbook? Pancakes. <laughs> Betty, Cro <laughs> Betty Crocker. <laughs> Betty Crocker. That's a brand, though, isn't it? Is it? Well, we actually have a Betty Crocker cookbook. 
Does it have a, a, another name? Is it like Betty Crocker something, something, something cookbook? Like Christmas favorites or something like yeah, that? I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I actually don't know that. I don't know that. But, and here's the thing. You have to agree as a group that whatever you said was accurate, right? Yeah, because so yeah, you can vote per- on it. Wasn't that one of the other things? Yeah, yep. Yeah. If, if, if you, if you right. say the word simultaneously or it's close, yep. everybody at the table gets to vote. Yep. Who said it first? Yep. Okay. Yep. So it and it's the same way with um, you know, if 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 you say something, you know, uh, you say airlines and I say, you know, trans American. Well, I don't know. I don't even know if that's a real airline. If the other person doesn't say anything, well, maybe it's maybe it's a win, maybe it's not. But if nobody if nobody comes up and says trans American is not a real airline, well then maybe you win. So hmm. like very, that. very, very fun, very simple. Um, very easy to set up, very easy to play. The rules are this is this game, and, and I'll read you some of the stats off of uh, boardgamegeek.com. Uh, three to six players. Um, it says best five. I don't know. We did with six, did with eight. Yeah. We had a great time. Yeah. 30 minutes play time, easy 30 minutes, age 10 and up. Uh, weight 1.1.05 out of five. And I fully agree with that. This is a great game for anybody. The rules are so simple. You'll pick it right up. And if it's too simple, just play with the other deck. There you go. Yeah, I like it. All right. Well, I think it's a good time to throw it to commercial break. Stick with us for the news. Looking for the hottest new comic on the shelf or a key back issue to complete your run? How about that rare statue or action figure that you've scoured the internet looking for? Come to Collectibles Galore, located in North Syracuse with ample off-street parking. Collectibles Galore has a huge selection of comics, toys, and rare pop culture items you won't find anywhere else. Comics Galore is always buying comics and toys and will give you the fairest price for your collection. New customers get 15% off their first purchase in-store. Collectibles Galore for all of your pop culture needs. Stop in and see for yourself why Collectibles Galore is the king of comics. Before another washed-up, useless piece of trash, junky actor suggests the world would be better off without Keanu Reeves, here's the news. First up, fuck you, Matthew Perry. That's right, former bad sitcom actor and current Robert Patrick with a larger forehead impersonator, Matthew Perry, has come under fire for a line in his recent book, Friends, Lovers, and the Big Terrible Thing. First of all, what a stupid title. It's half National Enquirer and half children's book. Anyway, in the book he said, why is it that original thinkers like River Phoenix and Heath Ledger die, but Keanu Reeves still walks among us? What the actual fuck, Chandler? One of the few shining beacons in Hollywood that don't have substance abuse issues, haven't beaten their partners or gotten divorced or caught cheating. Are you this jealous before your agent pours you into that suit that's a bit too small for your neck? Oh, 
He has since apologized, but fuck him. I don't care what he has to say. I already gave less than a corn-peppered shit about him anyway. Next up, How We Suck as a Society Part 2. Remember when I talked about Netflix Monster, the Jeffrey Dahmer story? About how families were reliving their trauma and speaking out, but it didn't seem to matter because it was their top-rated show? Well, it gets worse. It was announced this week that two Ryan Murphy shows are getting picked up for further seasons by Netflix. Monster was renewed for two seasons, and Watcher was renewed for one. Now, with Monster, they're apparently going to focus on other notorious figures. That, that makes sense. So this is while this is a barometer for what awful human beings we are. The Watcher thing confuses me. This is based on a real-life story that has no conclusion. They, they, there's no answer. Publicly, we know they never found out who it was. And the first season seemed to bring us to the end of the story so far. So there is no more story. And while they certainly dramatized a ton of stuff in the show, they have to make it up now. So this is kind of like making Titanic 2. It's over. What is it now? Formally based on true events, but not anymore? I, I just... Oh. Anyway, excuse me. And finally... Streaming. Why'd it have to be streaming? Variety reports that Disney and Lucasfilm are working on an Indiana Jones TV show for the Disney Plus streaming service. It's a bit of a shock with Indy 5 around the corner and Harrison Ford stating he is done playing the character. So what is this then? A reboot? A prequel? Young Indiana Jones Part 2? A short round spinoff? Now, Ooh. further details uh, haven't been released, but at least no one will be traumatized by this show's existence. And that's the news, folks. Now, given the social media stuff I do for my job now, I have been heavily steeped in the midterm elections and news around them. Now, I don't want to get too partisan here, but I have noticed something that happened this year. Two years ago, amidst all the stolen election BS, the statement was made by many on one side that they believe elections are only fair if they win and rigged if they lose. Now, this was posed by one side kind of as a ridiculous question to say, you know, we should look into it, but the stance is crazy, right? You know that every contest you lose can't be rigged. That's not statistically possible. And Democrats are pretty much useless at working together at anything at all anyway, so it wouldn't be possible. Now, some like myself have assumed the idea was put out there to rile people up and stoke the fires of discontent and discourse. Well, this past week, those same folks who made the statement responded to our question. And the answer was a resounding, of course, we actually literally believe that that is happening everywhere all at once. I, I truly believe there's no hope of bridging any divides here. I mean, between the people that think this to the ones that believe all liberals are literal Satanists and literal pedophiles without exception, it is like a segment of the population has brains made out of cardboard, McDonald's, French fries, and Teen Mom reruns. There's no reasoning here, which is why I have come up with a new platitude that may be a coping mechanism, you might say, something to help me get through this. And it goes... Some people can't be fixed. Sometimes you just need to let them put M&Ms up their nose. Paul? <laughs> In other news, soft-shelled turtles urinate through their mouth. Back to you, Corbs. It fits with the, the names today, apparently. <laughs> So, well, as we have been away for a while, not much has gone on in the world of sports. Hey, something's gone on. Okay. You know what? Fuck Amazon and Matthew Perry because 
Thursday nights, I cannot go to my Fire TV main screen without the fucking football game actually playing. I don't have to choose it. It's just there. I hit home, boom, football, yeah, loud yelling and reps. And I'm like, no, I don't want this. It's dollars for 10 boom, years. Football. So. <laughs> boom, but, football. But... It's the Super Bowl. Leave him alone. <laughs> yes, Amazon Prime now has... <laughs> <coughs> Excuse me. He's not up. As the Thursday night football games for what is it, five years, Jack, or something? Ten years, thirteen billion dollars. Yeah, and they're going to make you watch it whether you want to or not. Don't get me wrong, Q. I was pissed. Like the first, I think the first two games were on Amazon or NFL Network, and then it's been on Prime. So if you don't have Prime, I mean, I have I I borrow my sister's, so I can I will turn the game on when I get home from dinner with Kelly um, and watch, but I mean, if you don't have it, you can't watch it. Well, you can have mine. I don't want it. You understand what I'm saying? You go to your home screen and normally there's like a few selections. Hey, watch this. It's the live game there now. Yes, the very first thing you see when you you log into the crime. I'm not going to lock it in. And Al Michaels and Kirk Kerbstreet, I watched the whole game last Thursday, and literally they're announcing the wrong Eagles players. Like, I'm like, nope, that's not right. Like, it's like they're like, Marcus Epps with the tackle. I'm like, Kayvon Wallace, okay, you even don't know the players. They're like, I'm so tired from traveling to other games. I'm like, you guys have no chemistry. Al Michaels is like, yeah, I'm ready for another game here. I'm getting paid millions of dollars, and I really don't want to do this. Yeah. Yeah, and I don't get the Kirk, Kirk Kerbstreet doing it. He's they want to bring him into NFL a little bit. Yeah, but he's, he's a, he's, he knows college football. I don't know. <laughs> I, I, I mean, I, I would I would actually be more apt to see Pat McAfee there yeah. doing it as opposed to Pat McAfee doing game or uh, college game day. Right. Because he needs to come back to SmackDown. Well, he is. Yeah. He is going to come back. They, they let him – take a leave to go yeah to do this yes to do college football but he would be better off doing he's played pro football i mean he's a punter but but he did was a, he even play football kirk Herbst? yeah i don't even know oh no. yeah, he was, he was no. a quarterback at, at ohio state does he okay yeah i mean he wasn't like he didn't play professional football i think he might have gotten drafted or something like that but might have been like a backup for a year or two or whatever but I don't know. The one that's really good is Mark Schlereth, but they don't, he doesn't get a lot of buzz. So I like him. Well, I mean, he, he does what? Uh, Channel 5? Fox. Is it, does he do the Fox games? Yeah. Okay. This is your sports segment. What do you got for us? I just, yeah, I was just, you know, like I said, I mean, the World Series uh, concluded, which was, I mean, it was okay. Uh, Astros beat the Phillies in six games. Um, I'm not going to say I watched most most of any of the game. Uh, I read something today where it was the second lowest watched World Series in history. Oh. So, um, I mean, I watched, I think I maybe watched two or three innings out of six games. Um, I literally watched one pitch out of in game, <laughs> I think it was game two. You know why it was the least watched, don't you? Because nobody gives a shit. Well, I I don't know, maybe, but because nobody watches regular TV anymore, so That's they true. were preempting shows that nobody was watching. Everyone streaming. I usually bitch about the World Series because it preempts my shows. I didn't right. even know what happened. 
Right. <laughs> and, and to be honest with you, it's two teams that they didn't predict would be in the World Series. They predicted the Yankees and the Dodgers, and they were both out before the World Series. They were out before the uh, the NLCS or something like that. I mean, NLCS, ALCS, both of them. They, were, they weren't even there. The Dodgers literally lost in the first round. So I mean, it was they, kind of like Butch and Elias headlining WrestleMania? Yes. Basically, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, it's just uh, – like I said, I watched one pitch – and in one game, it was literally – I watched <coughs> the star for the Phillies walk up to the plate, and they're like, oh, they can't throw him a fastball here. You need to throw him a curve. They're going to throw him a curveball? Well, he's going to be sitting on a curveball. And he threw a curveball, and he hit it 450 feet. I'm like, okay, you don't need to watch this thing anymore. This is over with. I mean, it was ridiculous. But that team ended up – I mean, they won the first two games, and then – or they won two and three <laughs> – Lost the first game, went two and three, and then lost three straight to lose in six games. That's all I know. And the only good thing about the team that won is their manager has literally been in baseball for 48 years total, between a player and manager, and never won the World Series as a player or as a coach until this year. So congratulations to Dusty Baker. He finally got the World Series ring that he has been trying to achieve forever. And this, this will, he already, as a manager, this will put him in the Hall of Fame as a manager. He he deserves to be there. He's a great coach. Um, he was a decent ball player, but he's a very, very good coach. So congratulations to Dusty Baker for winning the World Series. It's the one thing that he definitely deserved to win. Um, I mean, football-wise, Jack, I got to admit, the Eagles are a lot better than anybody thought. Mm-hmm. No, offense, no offense, and nobody figured they'd be the team that's still undefeated. Yeah, and we hold the sixth overall pick in the NFL draft yeah. next year. I mean, because we have Saints pick. Right. So I was just, I was like, you know, <laughs> I didn't ever thought, I never thought that they would be <clears throat> six and zero right now, or whatever, eight and zero, eight and zero. Sorry. No, it's very impressive, but I still say uh, the Chiefs and Bills are better than them, though. We'll see. Uh, but now. I yeah I know I yeah. you say oh, the yeah. bills but nobody <laughs> knows yet with uh, with Josh Allen he might have blown his elbow. That's a Carson Palmer injury. It generally yeah. takes eighteen months to fully yep. get back to normal. Yeah, Hopefully it's it's happens. it's an injury that guys in baseball take eighteen months to come back and pitch. Guys that guys that have it that play in the field, they have the surgery can still play because they can DH. A pitcher can't do anything like that. He, if he has the surgery, he is literally shut down for – it usually works out to about 12 months now. It's usually a full year before they start throwing again. Some guys come back. Some guys have it, that surgery. And the surgery we're talking about is the Tommy John surgery. Basically what they do is they take um, a vein from your thigh and graft it into your ulnar, 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 uh, it's, it's UCL in your elbow. So they basically give you a brand-new – uh, vein in your elbow that wow. guys are guys are actually having that surgery when they don't need it because it's supposed to make your arm stronger. Wow. My sister lives in Buffalo and of course she's a diehard Bills fan. She's like, people are putting prayer candles outside their houses for Josh Allen right now. Yeah. I'm like, she's like, is this a bad injury? I'm like, um it's if you watch I watched I watched him get hit. I watched that hit and they showed it again. His arm is literally bent 90 degrees 
That's straight back. No, 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 no. Yeah, it was. It wasn't. It wasn't good. Now they're saying some people are saying that this happened to can't remember the quarterback, and it was just a strain, and it took like three or four weeks for it to get for it to heal. But he has actually started going to see specialists, and when that happens. Not, I'm not jinxing anything, but when that happens, that's usually what it is. He's got to have Tommy John surgery. And it's, it, like Jack says, it's not good. Now, right. if he comes back and he's okay, that's great. But it's different for a baseball player and a football player. They were talking about, I was watching, um, I think it was Get Up or NFL, Monday Night Football. And they were talking about that injury. For a quarterback, that, that nerve in his arm takes the brunt of the of him throwing because you twist and everything with your hand when you throw a football that that vein that that joint all that right there takes the brunt of it so it's harder for them to come back because of it it's a, such an awkward throwing motion so i mean i don't wish anything bad for josh allen he's a great player he's probably if not the best he's one of the best players in the nfl right now <laughs> it's a great kid too on and off the field as well yep and it's it's weird because a lot of these players are now they're talking about um josh allen uh, who the hell did they who did they just play oh zach wilson they're like exactly. best friends mm-hmm. off the field they, they they talk religiously during the week leading up to games stuff like that they they talk the entire week they you know all these guys now talk to each other when that shit didn't go on back in the old days you know, it's just it's it's the it's the strangest thing ever, I, I guess. I mean, you know, with, with wrestling and stuff like that, <coughs> the kayfabe and all that stuff. Back when I was growing up in the early 80s, watching wrestling when it was territory wrestling. Mm-hmm. These guys, these guys didn't hang out together like you. You couldn't be outside of the wrestling business and hang out together if you were hanging out someplace together. It was like the weirdest thing ever. There was a picture um, of Ric Flair hanging out with Dusty Rhodes at a Rockets game in Houston, and people went absolutely nuts because at that time they were fight their enemies. Mm-hmm. One was the heel, one was the baby face. It was like that, and to see the two of them together having a beer at a Rockets game was like the ultimate. That's when you knew. That's when people started realizing it. It was all scripted and fake and these guys that were beating the shit out of each other one night were hanging out the next night together. So I don't know. It's just, it, it's different. It's different. And it's, it's, you know, it's social media now and all that stuff. It plays you know, something that's kind of changed. And this, this goes across wrestling, probably sports and even rock and roll bands and things. It used to be, do your job, get drunk, fuck bitches, do drugs, all that stuff. And I think we saw it in the wrestling business really first, cleaned up. These guys are most, for the most part now, they're all clean. They're they're worried about their health. They're, they're uh-huh. behaving properly. They're not getting in trouble. And if that's happening in the NFL now, you're going to see a lot more people be friendly as well yeah. because they're in their right minds, you know? Yeah, I think you're right. You it, it, it does go back to that. It goes back to um, the clean living, the knowing about stuff like cte and the 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 toll it takes on your body to be a to be a wrestler to be a an athlete in general it it goes back to all of that and i think you're right you're seeing guys in nfl retire a lot earlier than they they have been guys are guys are retiring earlier because of concussions now 
or before it was, you had a concussion. I'll go back out there. You're fine. Yep. You know, yeah. it, it now the Dolphins though, right? Yeah, exactly. It all went back to Tua when he got hurt. I mean, it was pretty bad. I mean, I I didn't see it, but they showed it. I mean, and he was laying on the ground, and his hand was all like curled up, and it was, and he was down for a, a good five or ten minutes. And they had to stretch him out. Um, before, mm-hmm. I mean. That would have never happened, but now guys take a guys take a hit a certain way or hit the ground a certain way. They are ready to go from the box. He needs to come out and be checked out. Mm-hmm. A lot of times, guys don't even go back into game. So, to Jack's point about the draft, that the draft is not going to become a lot more significant because you're going to need guys that can play back up. The backups are going to need to be able to play well because they're going to have to be they're going to be thrust into playing a lot more. So, well, that's why you need a capable backup. Like the Bills have Case Keenum. He went to the NFC Championship game a couple years ago. So, you need to have a capable backup because, like, you're like, oh, I got Josh Allen or I got Patrick Mahomes. Like, who's your backup? Because, like, if you go down with one head, that could be your whole season and all that. I'm not a doctor, but I say Josh Allen will probably be out like maybe five weeks. I don't know. It's going to be a little bit. It's not going to be, it won't be season ending. He'll want to play next on Sunday, but. Oh yeah, play for a couple of weeks. I say, I, I would assume he's probably out at least this week, at least this week. He'll probably be out because that if he's if he's going to see specialists, he's not he's not practicing, so he's going to be out at least this week. And I think you're right; it probably this week and next week. And I, I think they have a. I don't know if they've already had their buy, Jack, or if their buy is coming know. up. I don't know. Uh, that I yet. think if their buy is coming up, I mean that'll work out. It worked out good for for Dak. They already had their buy. Did they? Yeah. But it worked out good for Dak when Dak got hurt and he came back, you know, it was, they were able to, you know, he played two weeks and then they had a bye and then they're back again. So he basically, in the two weeks that he played, they, they didn't play really anybody fantastic. They played the lions and they played, um, I don't know, somebody else, not somebody else that wasn't that good. And then they had a bye. So his, his, his warm up was the two crappy teams. And then they had a bye, which gave him basically gave him, three really three full weeks extra of he got two two game reps two season game seasons and then he got a week off to rest his hand again so so um i don't know if you still want to do the picks jack we've missed the last few weeks here obviously i mean your segment man you tell me what you want i'll do whatever so all right we can do them again i mean if we okay all right so we're gonna go with the thursday night game it's atlanta and carolina yeah yeah exactly exactly that's um, I'm going to go with Atlanta only because I, I, I like Marcus Mariota, although Carolina, uh, PJ Walker's now their starting quarterback. He was the kid that came over from the XFL. He was the MVP of the XFL. It's pretty good. Um, but I'm still going to go with Atlanta again. It's not a great game. I, I'm not, not really looking forward to watching it, but I don't know. Is PJ Walker the quarterback for Carolina? Yep. Okay. It's bad too. Um, when Baker Mayfield is taking defensive reps in practice, a quarterback um, is going against offensive linemen. So pancake, pancake. Yeah, he's no, but um, pancakes. Yeah, pancakes. <laughs> no, that, that actually has a football reference. I was not actually. Yeah. Um, no, but uh, Marcus Mariota, soft spot for me as well. Drake London, Atlanta Falcons will beat the Carolina Panthers. I agree with you. All right. Um, and I, I did. Pick, I'm going with uh, Minnesota and Buffalo. I did pick the Buffalo game because of Josh Allen. Um, and Minnesota's not a bad team this year. So uh, it, it, this game all comes down to if Josh Allen plays. If he plays, I got Buffalo. If he doesn't, which I don't think he's going to. Uh, so I'm going to go – I'm going to pick Minnesota 
over Buffalo. I just think without Josh Allen, they're just they're not the same team. Right. So do you want me to do my Kirk Cousins dance going like this, going like this? Um, so like on Monday night, there's a guy named Adam Schefter. Corbs knows where I'm going with this. The guy literally had took his shirt off. He's a middle-aged man, and he's like on Monday night football going like this Kirk Cousins dance. Kirk Cousins wore like all these medallions. He yeah. was a Vikings quarterback on a plane, and it's getting all this TikTok buzz. And yeah. this NFL analyst is coming on TV wearing a fake necklace, trying to improv this quarterback. He's going like this on network TV. All the analysts, they're like, "What the fuck is this guy doing?" And and then, um, no, but I will definitely take Minnesota to win a close game because, like you said, Josh Allen's not playing this week. Right. Uh, next game is the Colts and the Raiders. Um, Colts fired Frank Reich this week. Uh, Raiders couldn't hit water if they fell out of a boat. Um, the Colts not using Matt Ryan. They've gone to their backup. Um, so, but uh, I'm going to go with the Colts on this one. Um, I think with Jeff Saturday being the head, head coach, I think they're, I, I just, I think they're going to play for him being the, the the center for Peyton Manning all those years in, 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 in Indy. Um, I think he, that might just be enough to get them the win this week against the Raiders who are not that great. I thought the Raiders would be a lot better than they were this year between Derek, I'm sorry, Paul, um, between uh, with Derek Allen and uh, Devontae Adams and Josh Jacobs and Hunter, Hunter Renfro, all these weapons. And they, they, they couldn't hit. I mean, they lost their first four games by a total of 10 points. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's, that's crazy that you've, you lost four games by a total of 10 points. So, but I'm still going to go with the Colts. Got to stick with the team. So, did you say Derek Allen or Derek Carr? I wasn't sure what. Oh, uh, whatever. Yeah, I probably said Derek <laughs> Allen. Um, Jeff Saturday, like a, a former high school coach, is now an NFL coach. How yeah. do you leapfrog all those other jobs? College, yeah, yeah. But he had a losing record as a high school coach, believe it or not. But um, yes, he is a Colts legend, as you know. He's your center for all those years. He's like my Jason Kelsey. Um, he was a soft spot for you. I get that. Um, but why don't they play Nick Foles? I, I just like, come on, just give Nick Foles the, the team for the rest of the year. But, um, I'm actually going to disagree with you on this one. I think, um, Derek Carr, Devonte Adams, is he playing? Because I know he shoved yep. that reporter. Okay. He's still playing. Yeah, he's okay. playing. Um, they have something to play for because Josh McDaniels is probably a one and done coach and watch. He'll go back to new England next right. year. And they'll be, they'll be, and they'll be fantastic. Cause he did. Yeah, it'll be fantastic but, again. Yeah, exactly. I don't get that. But um, I will give the Raiders this one. Okay. Uh, we'll go with the, the Sunday night game of the week, which is, again, not a great game. Uh, it's the Chargers and the Niners. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's, it's better than the Thursday night game. We'll, we'll yeah. leave it um, I like Justin Hubert as a quarterback. Um, uh, I, I like Jimmy Garoppolo. I, I think he, for some reason, is getting the short end of the stick wherever he goes. Um, he goes to place and the team wins and then they try to replace him. I don't understand why they keep trying to replace him. I don't know why the Niners tried to replace him as fast as they did, you know, with, yeah. with Trey Lance. I don't, I don't understand that. Um, I'm going to go with the Chargers in this one, but I think it's going to be a close game. So. Hmm. I think um, I'm going to go with the 49ers only because of Christian McCaffrey. Um, he had a throwing touchdown, a yeah. passing touchdown. A, a yeah. passing touchdown, a receiving touchdown, and, and a rushing touchdown. touchdown. Yeah. He's one I of think, the last time it happened was uh Ladanian Tomlinson. Yes. Yeah. I think he's gonna catch lightning in a bottle. He used one year references and they're gonna beat the Chargers this weekend. 
because like you got Jimmy Garoppolo, which you said does not need to replace George Kittle as a tight end, Debo Samuel and Christian McCaffrey. That's a scary four uh, players yeah. right there. Yeah, I, it's going to be close, like you said, but I will take the 49ers in that one. All right. And then, of course, Monday night game of the week is the Eagles game. They're playing Washington. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Jack, I watched the Eagles play last last Thursday. Yeah. Um, I'm sorry. They didn't look that great. I, I don't know what happened with them last Thursday. Um, I, I think they come back, and I think they slapped the taste out of the commanders this week because I think they played so bad last week. I mean, they still won't. Don't get me wrong; they still won, but they didn't look. They didn't look good. I think if they if they're playing a, a tougher team this week, I think they might lose. But the, I don't think they can beat the Commanders. I don't really don't think they can beat Washington. So I'm going with the Eagles. So, so there's an old saying, you know it. You win when it's ugly. So they won an ugly game. They played their worst game of the season. They were probably looking overlooking um, Houston this past weekend. Yeah. One of uh, my coworkers I work with, he's like, oh, I bet you a cheesesteak, um, Houston's going to beat them. I'm like, okay. Um, I can't wait to get my free Philly cheesesteak. <laughs> watching that game, it started out seven to nothing Houston. I'm like, and he's texting me. He's like, I'm going to win this bet. I'm like, oh, my fucking God. I'm going to owe this guy a cheesesteak. Um, but literally, um, watching that, but you win when it's ugly. Yes, that was their worst game. Um, but the Eagles, they, they're still going to ride high. They're going to be undefeated. They're going to beat the Commanders. And um, Tyler Heineke, I'm not going to lie to you, um, that guy gets no respect. I like that quarterback. Yeah. Old Dominion, he needs to be an NFL quarterback. He's pretty damn good. Yeah. If Washington was smart, um, they would actually make him their quarterback over Carson Wentz. And if we want to pull the Geek Pod fund, the Washington Commanders are for sale for about <laughs> um, $700 billion. Paul, can I borrow a couple bucks? Okay. He's saying yes, so um, that's going to work. But um, no, I think the Eagles will win that one. They're going to get their act together and People are saying Devontae Smith from the Eagles, like, oh, he's struggling, he's struggling. I'm like, A.J. Brown is next to him. He's Exactly. He'll do whatever he's got to do. Yep. Um, Eagles are still going to ride high, going to 9-0 and and game by game, and I'm enjoying the season. Yep. So that's what I got for you. All right. What's our uh, total? Are you winning, right? I think you're Yeah, beating. I'm winning. By- <laughs> yeah, I had you uh, first week. What was it? I had you. Three to two or four to one, and then last week it was or the last time we did it. I was three and two, so we're at I'm at seven and three, and you're at five and six. Yes, <laughs> all right, <clears throat> so that's what we got. Outstanding, all right. Then, uh, if, we're, if we're done sportsing, let's move it right along to uh, Kevin texting me, uh, Jax erroneous questions of the week hit it all right so i saved these questions from a couple weeks ago and i was like they're too good i can't pass them up we had the halloween episode coming up so i was like you know what let's tailor it to halloween and i kind of like these so everybody gets one guess remember in what country do people hide knives in their shoes on Halloween? So they hide knives in their shoes on Halloween. Detroit. Yeah, no, not Detroit. What country? Norway. No. Dubai. Nope. Got to be a country that actually 
celebrates or recognizes Halloween, and there aren't that many. Corpse, are you frozen? Or are you thinking deep? And he's <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Paul, what do you got? I said Dubai. I already blew no. my. All right, the Corbs is the gray one. So, all right, do you all want to take one more guess? I don't Detroit. Think you oh, yeah. <laughs> you were yeah, so much Detroit. All right. So what? Sure. So a country, a country, the whole country does this. Yeah, I was getting ready to say it. I'm glad you didn't see that. Okay, go ahead. Knife. Mexico. I did. I did knife. I did knife in their shoe. No. So the answer is Germany, because they are preventing the returning of spirits and anyone getting injured by injuring themselves. I don't know. That's what. Yeah. Is right. it like a boot knife, or is it something you step on? I don't know. I didn't. I don't know. I don't, right. I don't like it. I don't like. All it. right, here's a good one, actually, because okay. everybody's favorite Halloween candy, candy corn. Yeah. What was the, I know. What was the original name for candy corn? Trash. Sugar wax. No. You're gonna. You're like, oh, that makes sense when you hear it, but no. Yeah, sugar wax. No. Corn syrup nipples. No. What about you, Gray Corbs? Sugar <laughs> teeth. Street, no. street, street cones. No. Think of candy corn. I am. I know, but no. They look, they look like street cones. No. I don't know. All right, you ready? No. I know. Love it or hate it. It came out in the 19th century, and it was called Chicken Feed. Okay. Yeah. Okay. 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 But um, that's all I got now. Back to you. I disagree. <laughs> Back to Paul. All right. So that means it's time for me to throw out the weekly topic. <clears throat> so this week's weekly topic, again, because, you know, we missed all of the Halloween goodness. So we're trying to catch up with that. Um, you get invited to a costume party last minute. Literally, you you get invited and you're going that night, okay? What do you pull together as your costume for that party? Okay? And the boys will answer when we come back. Stick with us. Looking for the hottest new comic on the shelf or a keyback issue to complete your run? How about that rare statue or action figure that you've scoured the internet looking for? Come to Collectibles Galore, located in North Syracuse with ample off-street parking. Collectibles Galore has a huge selection of comics, toys, and rare pop culture items you won't find anywhere else. Comics Galore is always buying comics and toys and will give you the fairest price for your collection. New customers get 15% off their first purchase in-store. Collectibles Galore for all of your pop culture needs. Stop in and see for yourself why Collectibles Galore is THE king of comics.
And that music means it's time for our weekly topic. Let me reiterate. You get invited to a costume party last minute. Literally, you're going in a few hours. What is the costume you pull together? Go. While you guys talk, I'm going to go get something. I'm going to come back, and I'm going to let you guess. Oh, God. Oh, God. Well, I'd either do what I was going to do for our Halloween spectacular, which is the lowest effort thing I could find, which was a pair of wolf ears and just color my nose black right here. Um, Because, you know, as we've discussed, um, fat glasses and beardy costumes, um, there's just nothing that's friendly there. It's so hard for me to find a costume that doesn't force me to have to to do something else. I put in contacts. But that reinforces GeekPod history. Because that's what you did for Zombie Ball, but you had the the Wolfman hands too. Yeah, you know I'm I'm all about the low effort Halloween costumes. Use the beard to my advantage. The other thing I have done, like when taking Avery around Halloweening, is I'll throw on my black leather trench coat and grab my lightsaber and just say I'm a bad evil Jedi and walk <laughs> around with a lit lightsaber while she knocks. On and the you have a weapon in case things go bad in the neighborhood. Yeah. So you ready? We're ready. You ready? Yeah. All right. Here we go. Oh my god. Sorry, I can't do the music. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Good enough. There yep. you go. Jesus Christ. Magnum. <laughs> See, you missed the Halloween episode last year, Jack. He went <laughs> all out with the Magnum costume. Yeah, he had the he had the hat. He got he found that he found the actual Hawaiian shirt. The right I one. do I definitely oh. have the shirt. The but shirt. That wasn't all. Hey, no, that's right. He no, wasn't. It wasn't all. It wasn't all. He had the short shorts. Yeah. Oh, yes. oh my god. Yeah, they're horrible. But somehow you still didn't win that contest. Yeah, well, it is what it is. I'll pull off like an older Randy Johnson though, <laughs> the baseball pitcher. <laughs> Give him the mullet. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> Fun oh. fact about Randy Johnson, he is now a sports photographer. He is. Oh, it's yeah. not it's not a fun fact. He was doing that photography while he was playing. Mm. He is he is yeah, I was because I, I watched um, there was something on ESPN that they were doing, and he was one of them. And he, he that was how he stayed grounded. Oh, nice. When he would, when they would go on road trips, he would go and sightsee and take pictures, and he just absolutely loved it. And he does that, and he's, 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 he's doing it on the side when he was when he's pitching. I mean, he's going to go down as probably the greatest left-handed pitcher in MLB history. And on the side, he was doing like photography. Well, and in the off seasons, he was doing like he would go out and go sightseeing and travel around, and he'd be taking pictures. Well, he's a lefty, so he's got the artistic side. Yeah, but he's not nice. photographing doves, right? Or no, 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 no. I mean, <laughs> yeah, you remember that? That dove. Oh, that I do remember was. that. I do remember that. Yeah, yeah, I do remember uh, that. No, <laughs> I was, it took me a second, Jack, but I got there. Well, no, but um, going back to your topic though, Paul. Um, last minute. Oh God! Uh, just grab a bed sheet, put holes in it, and I'm gonna go as a ghost. Nice. <laughs> it's quick. It's easy. It's like I I watched the Charlie Brown Halloween, and that just made me think of it. I'm like, you know what? It's simple. Just like maybe he poke a mouth in there so you can drink throughout the night. So yeah, simple. just be really careful how that sits on your head. Right. Make sure there is yeah. not yeah. pointed. Yeah. No point at the top of the head, Jack. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, leave the burning cross at home. Right. <laughs> Serious? <laughs> wow. <laughs> we just went there. <laughs> Corbs, what do you got? Uh, for I mean, for me, to be honest with you, I probably just 
rummage through my closet and find a sports jersey. I got right. I got plenty of them. I got football ones. I got hockey ones. I've got baseball ones. So just throw one on and go as an athlete. And I'm sure mine comes as no surprise because I have all the elements in my closet as well. I'm gonna throw together a quick silent bob. It just I, I've got everything, and I've now I actually have the beard on. Like when I was younger, and I actually had to put a fake beard on to do it. Um, that that's a quick and easy. But I also have a tote of all of our previous Halloween costumes, so I literally have almost an entire like spirit Halloween that I could <laughs> choose from if I needed to. <laughs> nice. I mean, I, I mean, <laughs> last year's costume was was last minute that threw together for the. For the spectacular for the show, yeah. Yeah. So I mean, I could you could do that. I mean, I got the black coat and all that stuff. I mean, his is leather, but I mean, I could always go. You could always go. Cool. I got I got baseball bats around here all over the place. I mean, none of them with barbed wire on them, but can fix that, right? So I think Jack's trying to find his Love baseball. That? There you yeah, go. There you go. Yep. <laughs> of yeah. course he does. <laughs> you know, you got to do the strut with it too. Like, holy shit, <laughs> you're creepy as shit, gay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> all right, let's uh let's run this thing to the finish, guys. What are you watching? Every... <sighs> There's a lot of good stuff out. <laughs> yeah, Walking Dead. Let the right one in is really good. Um, uh, interview with the Vampire wrapped up its first season, and holy shit, I that show just I, it's like on an, a whole entirely different level of television. Is anybody watching that? Yes, but no, I'm very behind. Watching it though, I hear. I, I want to. I, I do want to watch it, but I, I didn't get a chance to to watch like the first couple of episodes. So I I didn't I didn't watch it, but I do want to watch it. So I just it, okay. I, I don't want to like like go off on it too much, um, but I mean I would put this up there with Sandman. I mean, as far as the the acting. Oh, the, well. The, and I know here's the thing though Sandman is like a masterpiece I, I don't want to push it too far it's in that territory what I will say is the the acting the it's just powerful I felt moved after every episode in some way the story they're telling I mean there there is not a weak link on this show and it's all powerful it is all Emmy worthy I'm just I know there's a lot of people like oh it's too different from the books I mean, you have to account for the fact that there's like a 30, 40 year gap from when the book was written right. um, to a degree. What they've done with it respects the original work, doesn't really, I don't feel changes it. And I feel like I understand the book more than I did mm -hmm. because in the book, a lot of, uh, you know, because there's the whole thing, the gay subtext in Anne Rice's writings, you know, uh, I mean, I don't watch it a ton or any gay romances in general. Uh, but I could tell when reading the book that there was kind of a thing with Louis and Lestat, but it was subtext. Well, yeah. she wrote it that way on purpose because you couldn't write about two gay men in 1970, whatever, when she wrote right. that book. Um, they put that out in the open and the story is so much more powerful for it because before it was a story about abuse, yeah, I, I, to a degree, um, now it's 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 a love story that's also about abuse. I mean, it's more real because it reflects what happens in the real world. And um, that's something we were robbed of in the original book and the original movie. Uh, so for for my money, it's it's much more powerful than the the source material, yeah. it's phenomenal. Um, I'm like I said, I'm behind. Um, I'm a, we're about to meet Claudia is where okay. I, I'm at. No. 
and oh god people they aged her up a little bit but man from what they get out of that holy shit that girl is a fucking firebrand <laughs> yeah. tour de force uh, it's it's just ridiculous you're, you're you're about to see the next couple episodes i can't wait um, and it didn't end where i thought it did it didn't end at the end of the first movie or the first book um they're 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 moving on season two is still it's still interview so nice pisses me off that the mayfair witches is an amc plus only oh it is i didn't yeah. know that yeah it's in the ads they, they're very very clear they, about that but they, but they do that i mean they, they do that with they do that with yellowstone yellowstone is paramount mm-hmm. 1883 and the one that's coming out after that all yeah. paramount plus they want to get you hooked and then they want to have to force you to subscribe to their channel well, yeah. the good news is you'll have time for that to drop somewhere else or eventually come to AMC before they do the crossover. Because if they get that far, I mean, that crossover doesn't happen until after the Mayfair Witches, I believe. I mean, I'm pretty sure that um, Blackwood Farm happened after the main series. Okay. I could be wrong about that. It's been a while since I read the book, but I, I'm pretty sure. That yeah, same that. here. I, I think I read the interview in the in high school. That's That, that was my last... I'm so. reading a book. <laughs> no, that I do often, but it was uh, my last um, experience with Anne Rice. Yeah, I, I think Blackwood Farm might be set somewhere weirdly in Lestat's. I don't think it, it was. It, I think it was before his last um, last book, but it might have. We don't. I don't know if I know exactly where that place took place, but it definitely took place after the Mayfair Witches story. Okay, gotcha. Unless I'm so, sure. I have time to figure it out. Yeah, well, you know, or you could. Just, by AMC Plus for once it's all out for a month. Did you month. say Paul spend money? Six bucks a month. <laughs> you, guys, you guys don't understand. I I now have to uh, figure out where I'm getting HBO Max and everything from. So, oh, well, uh, here's the thing. It's all going to be combined into a bunch of bullshit. Um, whatever you do now for HBO Max is going to be different next year, and it's right. probably going to suck. But I, I will tell you that the Discovery family of channels is really good. Um, I mean, I'm not a big reality thing, but if there's nothing on TV, you can always throw on some ghost hunters or some, you know, buying islands or whatever it is. And it's it's worth watching. Having that right. combined with all the HBO stuff is not a bad deal. Throw AMC Plus in there, which is well worth the money. I I mean, I've considered getting rid of Netflix. Yeah. That's one I could probably get rid of, too, because we really don't watch anything on it anymore. But I'm derailing us. I'm sorry. And it's already getting late. No. So... Moving yeah. on, I, I see one thing in our list here. Kevin, take it away, my friend. Andor? Yes. <laughs> it's really good. And I know nobody else has caught up, so I'll just leave it. Oh, there. I am. I watched. I oh, it's it. all good. Yeah. I'm not, okay. So with four his, out of five of us are caught up. It's yeah. Good. With as far as I am is phenomenal. Love it. And I'm hoping I, tomorrow we'll catch up on a, a couple more. I do want to talk to Kev about this, but um, I did watch Tales of the Jedi. I've been talking about that forever. Tales of the Jedi, yep. That's so good. Um, yep. Bryce Dallas Howard plays Seattle. It's out there. It's such a such a great show. Oh, like, you just gave away a huge. It's just in an spoiler. Oh no, just, I knew about that. I saw that. Like that's been all over the internet. Oh, yeah, okay. like her. You all know right. that was yeah. She plays that character, but um. It's cool, but as you see, like it coincides with the universe a little bit. Yeah. But Kev, I do have a question for you because I've been waiting for you to get back on the show. So my dad and I, we watched Samaritan. Oh yeah, so, yeah, you watched it. Yep. 
I want to go back and forth with you on this for a couple of seconds. So um, what was your thought? And did you like see like that ending? Like that was actually surprising. Like I was like, holy shit, that was a good little twist. I was like, I knew, from, I knew from the beginning. Bullshit. <laughs> really? No, I knew from the beginning because of his attitude. Really? Okay. Yeah. Right. But it was yeah. cool though. Like just watching it because it's Stallone doing Stallone. I think I mentioned it. You weren't on the podcast that night. I was like, someone's like, gotta take out the trash or something like that. But like. Yeah. It's it was a yeah it's a little hokey but you know what at the end of the day it was it was not bad like we were watching it we're like we look at each other like I did not see that coming but you literally saw that coming yeah okay. so Kev's Kev, yeah. Kev's good at that because we watched um, the Terminalist and okay. I watched Terminalist and we talked about it on the show and he said right from the beginning he knew that his buddy was the one that was pretty much pulling the strings all along yeah they, they, sometimes sometimes in stories they really give it away. Because um, they really feed you a little bit too much. You know, it's like, well, why is this character that turned or twisted or set against or, you know, motivated? Whatever whatever the case may be, you know, you got to you gotta kind of try to figure out what the underlying reason for a particular character doing whatever it is they're doing. And they're only put in the scene because, you know, it's, it's twist. It's not supposed to be that way. It's, you know, it's different. It's going to play out a little bit differently. And I'll do that to Kathy every once in a while. I'll just stop the I'll stop the movie or show or whatever. I'm like, this is what I think. And yeah. I do that. I do that. I don't do that to ruin it. I do that because I don't want to be the person at the end goes, I knew that. I knew that was gonna be like that. Right. I just wanna I, I wanna try to think it through and try to right. try to reason. And and I don't I don't see how it how it hurts anything. Um, you know, and I've told her before, I'm like, if you know, if it bothers you, just don't you know, tell me uh, and I won't say anything. But um, I'll just write it down instead. <laughs> I've done that too. I, I'll write down what, what I think about it, and um, it's it's some stuff is like that. Some some of the some of the stuff that they've been putting out, some of this content they've been putting out in streaming, it, it gets kind of um, that's true. You know, they they kind of they kind of they kind of feed it to you, you know, and 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 it's I don't know. I, I think it, I think it makes it interesting to see if if I'm right or wrong. Um, I don't I'm, I don't I don't really care if I'm wrong. It doesn't bother me. Um, right. It's kind of um, like when they linger on something that isn't necessary yeah. for the scene, you know that has to come back at some point. Yeah. Whether it's an object, a person, or, or something. And I see that a lot lately. Yeah. And and I, I, I've i also seen where they've done that and it, and it doesn't lead to anything. It doesn't pay off. It's like, well, what's going on here? Did the writers just kind of give up? Did they change writing staff in the middle? Did they not really know what they were doing? So, I mean, I've seen that too. And there's, there's been some pretty bad stuff out there streaming. But there's been some pretty good stuff too, and I, I liked I liked Samaritan. Actually, uh, Stallone just talked about that. Um, mm-hmm. He was just talking about some of the stuff he was doing because he's on he's doing TV now. He's Pulse got a oh. yeah Paramount Plus. Yep, and uh, he was really talking it up. He really likes it. He's he's he always he wanted to be the Godfather. He wanted to be he wanted to be the God. He wanted to be in the Godfather. They told him that he wasn't Italian enough. <laughs> you know, he also wanted to play Doctor Who. Really? Oh no, shit! Really? He wanted to. He he campaigned to be an American Doctor Who uh, make wow. a movie, and because uh, wow. he was a he's a big fan. Nice. Wow. He's the only yeah. actor in Hollywood three billion dollar franchises. Yeah, he he's he said you know he said he's just he said he's addicted to it. You know, he just loves he loves doing it. You know, playing the roles and you know being being out there he just loves it so i thought that was pretty cool i never really i never really cared for him much until i until he started doing some of the action stuff um but 
Nice. It's pretty neat. But yeah, Andor is awesome. And watch Tales of the Jedi. Yes. They're <laughs> shorts. They're not, I mean, even if, if you've never watched anything animated, watch it. And if and if you if you don't want to watch Clone Wars after that, if you haven't watched Clone Wars, then I I will buy you um, a pancake some morning. Wow! Because, because I watched the first three and said, "Nope, I'm not interested in this." And really? They, I, they weren't bad. They weren't bad. Yeah. They weren't bad. They were they were done well. It was interesting stuff. But I'm like, I just don't care about any of these characters enough to keep doing this. So yeah, I can see that. I mean the the animated stuff. You know the movies, the the shows. Um, they, uh, I'm in the camp that I think Filoni's a genius because he really extended the story into other areas and brought in other characters and made us care about characters, you know, beings that we hated or that we didn't want to know about, or we didn't care about. He did something that no one else in the franchise has done and he did it with animation and that's what makes it so amazing because i never thought i wanted to see any of the animated stuff you know what i'll tell you exactly where it lost me the second episode the one where um qui-gon and uh what's his face Count Dooku. They, they go to that village i think and they, they have to like you know find the guy that's been kidnapped whatever and I could be wrong, maybe I missed it, but it was like near the end of the episode when Dooku goes to him and says, you're you're better at something than me, Qui-Gon Jinn. And I was like, fuck, this entire time, I had no idea who that was. Yeah, <laughs> oh, I, I figured, I count Dooku, I figured out because I'm like, you know, that's, they're, they're doing a um, uh, Christopher Lee you know, the, the whole impression. I figured that out. But I, they did not do a good job of letting me know. I Someone who's seen all of the movies, you know, I had no idea who that character was. And that, that kind of made me disconnect from the entire oh, thing. Yeah, because that's, that's so cool because, like, they announced, like, when you're at Celebration, like, Dave Filoni was talking about, this was, like, a passion project yeah. he was working on between Mandalorian because Michael Richardson and Liam Neeson were going to be yeah. voicing Qui-Gon Jinn. Michael Richardson is uh um, natasha richardson and liam neeson's son so um i was watching it with emily though but she brought up a good point though like qui-gon jen was he a knight because he didn't like he didn't have his braid in like does he like when he's a padawan like aren't you supposed to have that he didn't have that so i didn't see that in that episode but that was kind of cool like when he said that though what hugh i know what you're saying but like i thought i liked that too because if you're watching the episode it just shows like Qui-Gon Jinn, he'll never be on the Jedi Council, but he always did it his way. He knew what was good and what was good for it. And it was like watching that. I was like, oh, that's why he did that. Because like Count Dooku was always, you have to watch Tales of a Jedi. Then I can talk more about this for sure. But I like how he said that to Qui-Gon Jinn. Because it shows how much Qui-Gon Jinn was so much intense with the Force and all that. Right. Right, and 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 that is that is true. Well, everything Jack's saying is true. They were talking about it at celebration, but I do also want to say that in the in the prequels, there was mention, there was discussion when Qui Gon actually mentioned that Dooku was his was his master. Yes. So so there is that is canon, and it was previously you know um, uh, it's information that's been out there. If you missed it, if you didn't remember it, I totally get it. The second that Dooku walked out with Qui Gon behind him, I said to Kathy, "I go, that's Qui Gon Jinn," and he and then he said something. He talked, and I was just like, I was just like, 
I was amazed. I'm just like, oh my God, this is, I've, I've been waiting for this. I've been waiting to see the Qui-Gon as the Padawan. Um, and it was just, uh, and uh, I, I loved it. Yeah, I loved it. Talk I loved about this one. Uh, every yeah. minute of those shorts. It's like when they were done, you're like, oh, I want more for so much. But like the the Count Dooku one, over, even the Ahsoka one was good, but like Count Dooku's story was so good, like watching it and even seeing um the older Qui-Gon with that. So I just want to talk about it anymore. The, the only, to, I do want to say one me. more thing. I do want to say one more thing, and this is incredibly important, and it may make you go back and watch the animated. And if you haven't seen it, it may make you want to want to see it even, even more. The one thing I will say is what the what these shorts do is they point out the fact that Dooku was not evil. He was used. Yes. Mm-hmm. Dooku, Dooku was very much like Ahsoka in that he did not believe in everything this council said. He was not, he's he's like he, he believed that they were being used. He believed that they were lost, that they were they were not going down the right path. Correct. <laughs> nice. Sidious took advantage of it, and these shorts really point that out. Nice. I've got to see this. Awesome. 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 awesome fucking amazing. They just... Yeah. <laughs> I know. Anyway. Anyway. All right. Do we have anything else to hit on, or are we gonna wrap this thing um, up? For me, uh, Yellowstone starts. Oh Jesus! Sorry. Oh yeah, Yellowstone. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's Sunday, you're right? Yeah, oh, it's coming back. Two hours. Yeah, it's coming back. <laughs> well, I meant like now. It's coming. Yeah, back. yeah. It's uh, this coming Sunday. Two hour season season premiere. So. Nice. I saw that. That's like a movie you're watching. It's like yeah. shit. It's a lot of the, a lot of TV shows are going to to extra time. I I I might even be figure out that the walking dead i think their last couple episodes might be more Extra than an hour and right. hour and 10 minutes or whatever they run but uh, i mean i know uh soa did the same thing their last couple episodes were like an hour and a half hour and a half yeah 45 minutes um i think everybody get, if you want to get your you got to get your point across i mean a lot of times you've got to extend the, the time so but yeah i'm looking forward to to the to sunday night so this is what season five season five yeah you're gonna come on the podcast next week. Well, I'm gonna be at a podcast. Hat on. <laughs> You're gonna look. Yeah, like I, I, this it's it's one of that's just that show. It's it, for me. It's it's the new Suns. I mean, I, I look forward to it every week. Uh, when it when it's back on, uh, I'm glued to the TV. Like I, I tell my mom and my son, I'm like, don't bother me for the next hour. <laughs> Watching the show, don't come in. And if they come in, I have to push pause because you. <laughs> if you don't, you're gonna miss something. It's really good. Yeah, there's a lot of information thrown at you, and if you if you if you're talking or you're listening or or, or whatever, you're gonna miss something. So, and it, it might be something small, just a small little sentence or whatever. Um, I think the acting's in, in it is great. Kevin Costner is fantastic. Cole Hauser, Cole Hauser who plays Rip. Do do yourself a favor if you haven't seen um, the interviews done with um, uh, Rip. If you haven't, uh, what did you see? Cole Hauser is that his name? Yeah. He's done a couple of interviews with um, uh, night, you know, overnight uh, show yeah. hosts, and he's done a couple of interviews. Very, very interesting. Um, I was surprised to see that the that the character isn't a stretch for the actor. Oh, no kidding! Jesus, <laughs> yeah, he's a he's a good actor. I I I, I remember seeing he was in Good Will Hunting. Um, he, played, he was. 
Yeah, he plays. Uh, not he's not a big character in it, but he is the mechanic, the friend of Matt Damon, Ben Affleck, Casey Affleck. What? No, he's, he's the fourth guy in there. Wow, that's go back good. and look at it. Okay. No, He's in fast. I love that movie. He's he's, oh. he's in he's in Too Fast, Too Furious. He's the drug kingpin in that. What? Yeah. Oh, okay. This was oh. his big break, though. Probably it sounds like. Uh, I mean, his big break, I think, was well, Good Will Hunting was a was a big break for all all four of them, and Robin Williams. I mean, Robin Williams was already a big star, but those four took off right after that. And from what I gathered, they were all friends growing up. Nice. Obviously, 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 Casey, Matt, and Ben all were friends because. The Matt and Kit, Matt and Ben are best friends. They wrote the movie. <laughs> yeah, right. So, but yeah, they all they're all close. So he's a, he's done a bunch of movies, but the, obviously Yellowstone is it will be his claim to fame. I mean, he is fantastic as Rip. Beth, the girl plays Beth Kelly Riley. She's she's amazing. Um, I can't remember the kid who's uh, Wes Bentley plays the one son Luke Grimes. Oh God, I never yeah. put that together. Yeah, <laughs> that's, yeah. A, that's a Luke Grimes plays uh plays Casey. He's fantastic. Um, the girl who plays Casey's wife was actually a, a Disney actress. She was on um, yep. Two Kings or something like that or whatever. She was the girl in that. She's somebody's sister or daughter or something. Her she comes from a family of actors. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, but the whole thing, all all the acting is is fantastic. In it. Uh, <laughs> I'm looking forward to to Sunday night. Um, Outstanding. So, yeah. So I've been watching a few other things too. I mean, nothing really. I mean, tell all the territories, the the rock thing on uh, Vice. Talking mm-hmm. about oh, that's the, out. Yeah, they're talking about the old like territory wrestling before Vince bought everything and took it all over. Um, they talked this this last week. They talked about uh, the Polynesian wrestling, which is the oh, fight. the one where they touch on in uh, Young yeah. Rock, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> but they talk about the Rock. They talk about his father because um, they're all. I mean, uh, Peter Maivia and Rocky Johnson are related. Um, so mm-hmm. Rock is related. Roman Reigns is related. The, the Usos. They're all related. They're all Samoan. They're all they. They all come from the same area. Um, it's it's wild, and, and his mom was the one that basically ran that promotion. Mm-hmm. Um, his father passed away at a young age of cancer, and his mom took over. And it, the whole thing was talking about like how the people from the mainland kept coming over there. Like they, the guys would, if they were going to Japan or coming back from Japan, they had to stop in Hawaii to refuel. Right. So when they were there, they would wrestle. They would come to the promotion and wrestle for the for them. Rick Flair, Andre the Giant, um, God, who else? There was they were talking a bunch of them, but a bunch of guys. They would all like when they came, they stopped there. The guys coming from Japan to the United States would stop, have to stop in Hawaii. They they'd be there for a couple of five or six days or whatever. They'd wrestle, and they'd travel on, and then they'd come back and they'd wrestle again. So, but what they did was they actually hosted the very first, um, like I won't call it a pay per view, but the very first big sporting event. Mm-hmm. Was hosted was held on Hawaiian Island. Nice. A hot summer night, and they brought in from everybody from the territories, Florida, um, the Florida territories, the Calgary ter- territories, which is the Heart Territory, um, Mid South, which is uh, Jerry Lawler, 
all these guys, they, they brought all these guys to this promotion. When they got them there, some of the guys, like some of the old, old, bigger promoters, wanted to take over. Mm-hmm. She, she, they, they did everything they could to force her out. Like they, they basically said, well, she's trying to, you know, because she was a, she was the first woman promoter, but she was also African American, so she was the first minority woman owner in that for for any promotion at that time. Right. So they, you know, they accused her of um, trying to um, strong arm people from coming. And basically was saying like, well, you're you're asking us to give you five thousand dollars for a wrestler to come there. Well, you can't do that. They actually had to get the head of the professional wrestling association to come down and say this is the way it's done. And he had to explain the whole thing about booking fees. Mm-hmm. And they because they, they they had to go to court. They got they had, they came out of a, a meeting with one of these guys to the FBI being there stuff like that it was just it was the wildest thing and they had to go to court they went to court for 13 months to get over this and it it took the guy coming in from the head of the wrestling association to explain the booking fees to them to the people that to the jury to the other people and they finally got they were found not guilty but at that point that it had it had screwed the entire right promotion by then so and vincent at that point was was buying up the promotions and the territories anyway so they were pretty much out of it. And a lot of the guys were had already, had already left Snooka, Rocky Johnson, and those guys were already with Vince. So they lost a lot of their, their talent to them. So, but it's, it's a pretty good show. I, I enjoy mm-hmm. watching it. So, I mean, they, they, they talk, talk about, you know, the Polynesian, they talked about uh, Florida championship wrestling, uh, mid South, stuff like that. So it's, they talked about the hearts, which is Calgary stampede. Calgary stampede. Yeah. They would talk about that. They talk about, you know, Stu taking the guys down in the basement and torturing them. Um, yeah. Guy tried to some guy tried to steal his car. Jesus Christ! Now, that, think about that. Somebody tried to steal Stu Hart's car, <laughs> and they got stuck in the driveway. And he pulled them out of the car, brought them back into his house, and in the kitchen was torturing him, stretching <laughs> him out like he would do for like they were saying it was like for four hours. Jesus and they didn't Christ. call the cops. He called the guy's parents nice. and they showed up and he offered him a job. Wow. So, I mean, it, that's, they said that's the way Stu was though. Yeah. He was very, yeah, if you could hack it. Yeah. Yeah. He was a very nice guy, very understanding. Um, but don't fucking cross him or he would, like he said, they, they put, put one guy in the, in the, the rack position or whatever, the stretch position. And he was bleeding out of like his eyes, his nose. I mean, he, had a, he would put you in this move for like four hours. And he would just be, and he would just be like, okay, well, we're just going to turn you this way, and he would just turn you a little bit, and it would, you would, they say you could hear the screams down the street. Like Brett would bring his friends over when he was younger, and you'd hear these guys in the basement screaming, and the kids were there, all the kids that would come over were like, what the hell is going on in your basement? Are you killing somebody down there? Dad's a perv, right? <laughs> I mean, it's just, it was the wild. It's the wild. Some of the things they talk about, it's like <laughs> you, you, you watch it and you go, holy shit. So it's funny. That's, yeah, that's it for me. So, all right. <clears throat> I think so that I got, about wraps got, it up. I, what do you I, think? I got, a, I got a question. Oh. If money doesn't grow on trees, why do banks have branches? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Good job. <laughs> to beat you with. <laughs> <clears throat> 
What do you say we wrap this up? <coughs> exactly. Are you, dropping, are you dropping your nuggets? Yes, sir. Well, then drop your nuggets. Clothes make the man. Naked people have little or no influence on society. Good night, everybody, and mega by me, bitches. This has been a Geek Pod Network production. production.